Hello and welcome back to the Red Sector, a podcast about speedy motorbikes. On today's episode, we're going to talk about some testing, we're going to grade the MotoGP liveries, and then we're going to give some bold predictions. But before all that, we wanted to take a moment to send our thoughts and prayers to everyone in the Ukraine. Um, what's happening over there is really horrible. Um, I think I speak for all of us when I say we wish everything comes to a peaceful end soon and that everyone is okay. Um, but we're not politicians. We're three schlubs who talk about motorcycles. So we'll uh, get on with the show. But uh, boys, how are we doing tonight? Yeah, okay. Thanks. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss it in a second. But yeah, um, round two for the podcast episode, really. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, slight, obviously, we're... We won't go into too much detail about the uh, testing because we did like an hour and a half episode about that, and it's kind it of got lost to the ether. Yeah, <laughs> the the Discord gods decided it wasn't up to scratch and sacrificed <laughs> yeah. it. Um, but yeah, I'm good, and uh, hopefully you'll all actually be listening to this one. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean. I think, to be honest with you, they probably just got sick of me moaning about people that think testing is <laughs> the most important thing in the world and thought, yeah. fuck this, I can't be arsed. Um, but yeah, apart from that, we're good. As Josh has just said, basically, last week we did record an episode, went really well, thought it was great, you know, finished the episode like, that'll be a good one to put out a week before we do the predictions and everything. And then I proceeded to scream for the next 10 minutes so yeah apart from that i'm great but let's let's talk race week because now we are officially in race week yeah so uh we're recording this on the tuesday before the race week um it's it's just really weird like we're two days away from the press conferences it's it's like everything's getting real exciting. I, I've been waking up every morning and having like 20 Twitter notifications from MotoGP because they're just getting all the stuff out now. So it's it's getting really exciting. Yeah, Fabio's dyed his hair blonde again. So we did that last yeah. year. And I mean, you know, I don't, I don't want to say I'm not a man for sort of rituals and all that sort of thing before, before races, but he did do that last year. So I'm hoping that that brings a little bit of hope because i've not got much oh, hope in the engine. <laughs> yeah um a couple quick news items we wanted to talk about bef- um since we talked about them last week but you know you guys didn't get to hear it um <laughs> gfop steve day is going to do our man tt commentary so we wish him well with that um yeah, you know, we whenever Steve was on with us he couldn't really tell us what he was doing but you know apparently it's he's still gonna be talking motorcycles which he did reference. He said it was something motorcycle related. So that's good. Um, Lewis Sutterby has. Steve Day didn't lie to us. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't tell us all the truth, but he did give us something. <laughs> um, Lewis Sutterby has been announced as his replacement. Um, him and Matt Burt had been doing the uh, post testing wrap up videos. So uh, from what. We have to deal with two Hall fans in our life. Yeah, <laughs> we're taking but, it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So we wish Lewis the best of luck in yeah uh, his future, and can't wait to 
hear him going back and forth with Matt Burt. Um, and the big news was MotoGP Unlimited got announced. We got a release date of March 14th. Um, we got a trailer which showed some pretty wild stuff. Um, I think more than we were all predicting would it would show. Um, real quick, my thoughts. Um, really excited about it. Really questioning the release date. Um, it's kind of weird that they're releasing it after Qatar and after Drive to Survive. Um, and I didn't... With all three of us as well. Like we, we both, we all sort of questioned that, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the name. Um, the working title was um, Life at Speed, and I don't know why they went with MotoGP Unlimited. Uh, I, I was talking to my wife about it, and she said, well, maybe it was a branding thing so that people know that it is MotoGP related. And I'm like, yeah, but you could have done something like MotoGP presents life at speed. Like, it was just such a good working title, and I don't know why they didn't stay with it. Well, that's what they, I mean, Drive to Survive isn't Drive to Survive. It's Formula One Drive to Survive. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it wouldn't, it, 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 you know, it's not rocket science. They could have put something behind it that made it more branding appropriate. But I think we all agreed on the name wasn't as good and the timing of it is a bit naff but again again without sounding like we're being half-assed we did speak about this for a good 20 minutes half an hour and now we can't show you that so in in the same respect we're sort of like if you want two minutes of it that's all you're getting you're not having 20 minutes of it because we've already done that so yeah well i mean josh and matt might but i'm not (laughs) i'm not giving my reasonings i'm just i'm seconding what matt is saying that's all i'm saying yep i agree Totally, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, we if we rehash what we said last time, uh, the episode will probably get lost to the ether once again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's keep the math short. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, talking a little bit of testing. Uh, basically, Honda, uh, new Honda, maybe good for pull, bad for Mark. Uh, Yamaha maybe didn't develop the engine. Fabio may be pissed. We don't know. <laughs> oh, it's all rumors. Uh, KTM still bad. Yep. They're working with what they got. Uh, Peaked in twenty twenty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see what else. Uh, Suzuki uh, showing improvement. And uh, underrated uh, Suzuki. Yes. Well, very underrated. Under the and radar, maybe. Aprilia. We have to wait and see. Who knows? They could be good. They could be crap. <laughs> Fucking hell, you ask oh. anybody that's an Aprilia fan, you think they were going to go and wipe the floor with next 10 races. Fucking hell, I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. had a couple more days uh, testing, and, Ducat- and it's like they're going to go and take on NASA to put a rocket together. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Ducati, super fast in a straight, uh, race pace sucks. So. Super fast in a straight, that's like saying Yamaha turns brilliantly, <laughs> Suzuki turns brilliantly, Ducati... Quite, it's like saying water is wet. <laughs> yeah, water is yeah. wet, undercopy everybody else, and that's your motor GP season, everybody. Let's go. Yeah, it's, um, with testing, it's literally, you, like everything you just said there, Matt, you just got to put an asterisk next to it, haven't you? Because mm-hmm. until lights out in um, in Qatar, we have no idea. Yep. Unless you were like three or four seconds off the pace as a team, then I'm like, all right, you know, fair enough. But I mean, look at how close the gap is across the field. And then you you can't, you can't say anything until Qatar. And at least then Qatar suits Mm. certain bikes, doesn't it? So it's not going to suit everybody. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we, we, we had a full hour and a half of testing. 
which makes me even more yeah. sad about talking about testing because <laughs> of the hour and a half we spent talking about it. Bunno went on two rants about mm. how testing is pointless and how Pedro Acosta is the key to MotoGP's future. It was amazing. You guys we will talk, never we, know about we, it. We like typically spoke about next year, even before starting this year. Well, yeah, I mean, let's face it, probably every episode until Silly Season ends will be dedicated to Silly Season and have Pedro yeah. Costa in there and yeah. all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. So We won't even do a, a fantasy section. We'll just do Pedro Costa section and then fantasy because he will be a talking <laughs> point every single week. It's true. Yeah, so without getting any further into it, uh, we're going to move on to our livery reviews. We got every livery put out. We were waiting on Rossi. Of course, coming in at the last minute. Um, so we're going to start with... <laughs> Bunno's got an image here. We're going to start with the Monster Yamaha. Uh, you know something? Bono... Me, me, and, me and Josh have this sort of running thing of like, whatever Josh likes, I hate and vice versa. <laughs> and to be fair, I, I will openly put my hands up because A, I don't care, and B, it's just facts, right? Josh is with the the majority. Most of the liveries that I see Josh likes, most of the other people go, I like. But there are some liveries that I've seen other people go, that is stunning. And I genuinely think it is dog water. So I will happily, anybody that disagrees with me, feel free to message me on Twitter because I don't care. I think whatever I say, I'm sticking with it. And if you've got an opinion, feel free. We can discuss. We can discuss... <laughs> little tweaks and things you do to the livery, but I'm just putting it out there. I stand very firmly behind what I'm going to say about each livery. And me and Josh have spoke about this. So yeah, it'd be quite interesting to see. And I'm not being the first one to comment on Yamaha. So I'll let one of you two pick a a thingy, but I'm looking at my list and I have a one to 13 and yeah. So I'll, I'll let Josh or yourself, Matt go first. Josh, is this on the uh, Yamaha? Is it? Yeah, the Monster um, Yamaha livery. Oh well, uh, I think it's classy. It's clean. Um, honestly, I I'm so based when it. I don't, I don't even know if that what that word means to be honest. But I think I'm using it correctly. I'm so based when it comes to motorbike liveries because there is not much that I don't like on a bike. Um. But I yeah, I like that, that. You know something, Josh? That's set up for a really interesting debate. That has <laughs> you basically saying, "I think they're all alright." <laughs> <laughs> yes, I just can't give them all an A. Good. I think they're fantastic. Yeah, they're all alright. To be honest, <laughs> there's going to be no right, debates. Been great, me. guys. Keep the throttle right, pinned. All they are. <laughs> yeah, keep the throttle pinned. Good episode. <laughs> no, um, so the monster Yamaha. I mean. Compared to last year, I think it again it they've settled into a bit of a, a theme, haven't they? A bit of a design. Um it's nice. I like this one. I like the the kind of the stripe. So you've got the the kind of blue stripes down the side, um, going mm-hmm. from like the front to the back. That's a nice touch. Um yeah, it's just a classic clean design. Um classic monster Yamaha, I guess. It's lovely. Does he have to give a grade or does he have to give like a 
What are you thinking, Matt? Well, it depends. Do you want to rank them from 1 to 13, or do you want to give them each a letter grade? Well, I know for a fact people are just going to say I'm biased because it's Yamaha. <laughs> because, no, to be fair, Matt, you'll back me up. I, I Basically, I had a rough list, and then just before recording, I put together my list. And Matt, if you were listening to any of it, I did say I'm really struggling to pick my top. Like it, the, the bottom helped like, just went. That was easy. It was the top few that I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. So it wasn't like an easy pick. But I do have Yamaha at top. And I, I know people will say, I'm just saying that because it's Yamaha. But like literally what Josh has just said is why. Because I think they've settled into a theme. But I think the theme works so well. I think the black with the classic Yamaha blue blends really nicely. I think blue and black go well together anyway. Like Not all blues, but even like Suzuki's blue with a bit of black at the bottom when they introduced it last year with Monster, I thought looked good. But I think Yamaha in a full Monster-themed and Yamaha blue bike, stunning. So for me, whether you want to put grades next to them or rank them, A-star, me a letter number grade. one, pick what you like. Number one for me. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a... I'd give it a solid. I'd give it an A. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I. You can't go wrong with blue and black. I mean, I think the colors just blend so well together. Um. Mind you, I'm not the biggest monster fan, so that giant green puke-looking thing on the side. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but. I mean, it's it's a classic bike, classic blue. You know. There's there's not much you can change about it. Like they're looking at it, it's like, well, what would you tweak here and there? I think that the, plays he, a big factor. You know what I mean? Like there's certain liveries that we've said, even if we like them or not or whatever. There's certain liveries that we'll get into where I think we've all said, oh, if that color was that, or if they did that and that, mm-hmm. I think that's when you can start saying, okay, it's got a few flaws. But yeah, I do agree with the fact that I don't know. I I think the lines on the Yamaha are all right. Maybe you could just go for a straight blend, but I think either way it works. Yeah, because they start like right behind where the wheel is, and then like right when they get near the monster logo, they just disappear, and yeah. then they continue after. If you did this nice, maybe like a ghost fade hmm. or something like that, that'd be nice. But I mean, it is very. Nip- you can't go. Wrong. Do you know what I mean? It is still like, you know, I'd still give it an A. Right. Or, or A plus, depending on what country you live in. Or a nine nowadays in, in the UK. We do numbers, so but yeah, A star for ease. What about you, Matt? I'm gonna give it an A. Good. Yeah, because I mean, like I said, you can't go wrong with it. It's a good clean bike, you know. Uh moving on to the next one you have here, we have the with you RNF bike. Um, I know the floor is yours. Okay, I've got 13 liveries uh, in front of me, and the with you is 12th. I think it's pretty bad, to be honest with you. I think when it came out, because it, I think it was the first livery that got released, or was it Grassini that was first livery? One of the two. No, Grassini was first, then with you was second. Yeah, I think it was one of those where people just went, it's a new bike with a new sponsor, and it's one of the first liveries, so it's got to be good. And a lot of people are like, oh, it's stunning. It's absolutely peppered in sponsors. Um, the orange somewhat saves it, but also doesn't blend very well with the rest of the bike. Um, and 
I just think it looks a bit naff. The blue, uh, they went for a Yamaha blue, yeah, but it's a bit, I don't know, like because it, it's sort of like a navy. Then you've got the black, and then some random orange there, and then just the littered with sponsors. I don't, I, for for livery terms, it's not going to be one of them that I look back in in years time and go, "Now nah, that was a good looking bike." I look at it and go, "If you genuinely changed it tomorrow, I would sleep exactly the same. I don't. I wouldn't be asked at all. It's not that good. It's really not." And again, you would think normally because it's Yamaha, I would say. Oh nobody is no no it's poor it's pretty bad I give it a I give it an mm, what's the lowest we're going with with grades F or a U F yeah F, F. all right I'll give it an E okay I think it's shite yeah I'd uh, I'd agree with that I it's probably it's probably the low lower on my list definitely um, there's just nothing to it there's nothing stand out. I think the orange is okay, but there needed to be more of it, I guess. There's just too much black, really, um, and not enough anything else. And like I said, the sponsor placement placements and the... Yeah, it was just... Uh, yeah, it's not very nice at all, really. Uh, especially the problem is, again, it's come from like a Patronus Yamaha, haven't it? Hasn't it? Um so we've gone from quite a nice, nice-looking bikes, the Patronas Yamaha's, um, to this monstrosity. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not a fan at all. I think for me, it is probably a D, okay. maybe even an E, actually. So E? Yeah, yeah. The hell with it. Go with an E. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, that's that's our with you sponsor chance has gone down the drain. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I looking at it. I mean, the blue. It, it's a different blue than any other. Well, yeah, it's different than any of the other blues. So, but it's it's the the orange for me. You can't tell. Is it orange? Is it gold? Like. I get that it's it's because of the with you sponsorship. They have the the orange U, but it like depending on where you look at it, it looks different, which is kind of like off putting for me. Yeah, the sponsors I get there. You know, they lost Patronus, so they needed to get as many sponsors. The random red at the bottom is like, it, as like I'm looking at it right now, it's just like why is that there like that throws everything it is so against the co- the rest of the colors on the bike i think as well when got... you just that about the, the the orange and the with you they should have utilized that more like patronus did patronus has that like nice teal turquoise kind of color and they used it around the rest mm-hmm. of the bike so it matched the theme of the actual main sponsor whereas with you have just gone right a little line here and there and that's it and it just looks it's like is that the secondary color or is that the dark blue or is it the black or is it the red like you know what it reminds me of the when aston martin came out last year and there was just the random pink yeah and it's like yes i understand it's for sponsorship but like if you're gonna have like it's like they wanted to do one thing but then because of the sponsorship they had to incorporate something else trying to tick too many boxes yeah um I'm going to give this one a D and I feel like that's being generous. I mean, 
you can see they tried to come up with something neat and unique with the black and the blue, but it's just the random other, the orange. Yes, I get it. It's a sponsor, but like if you're, if you have to incorporate a sponsor color and go like, maybe if all of the blue was replaced by the orange, it would look better. But even like the, the orange that they do use around the bike doesn't really look like it matches the you on the with you thing. It looks brighter. The with you looks more It red. looks gold almost. Mm. Either way, they've not done a great job, I'll be honest. It's just I say littered mm -mm. with sponsors, but it it's just the way that they're put out. They just don't they just, yeah, it's just not that good, really. Not that good. Yeah. Okay, so next up on the list here, we have Aprilia. Josh? Bono? I'll pass it on straight on to Josh. I went first last time. I'll let Josh go for this. <laughs> okay. Josh? Um, uh, yeah, it's... Obviously, uh, they're still sponsored by Sky Q. I'm getting like a Sky Q vibe. They, do so like they have Sky of... Wi-Fi on the yeah, bike. Yeah, that, that, that colour looks a bit Sky Q-y. Um... It's okay. I think, again, a bit too much black, really. Um, there should be a lot more going on with that bike than than what there is. Um, Josh, it's you just said too much black. You're you're normally the advocate for more black. You're like, I know, yeah. The, there's, yeah, too, you've got to put black on it, but too much black, and then it gets a bit, <laughs> a bit silly. Um, no, I think they've obviously... The, the, they went with the Italian flag recently, didn't they? Um, and now they seem to have ditched that for the most part. Um, yeah, it's. I think, though, it's, it kind of looks like a more of a, a standard Aprilia style bike, doesn't it? Um, they've gone just in a slightly different direction. I mean, it's not terrible in my eyes. It's okay, but it's, it's nothing amazing. Um, yeah, it's. I don't know. Give it maybe a, a C. I'll give it a C. Okay. A C plus. Um, I have a Prillier 11th. I think it's a bit naff. I don't think it's that good. Um, and we were sort of talking about this last week before we recorded. And I just look at the Aprilia livery and I just think it looks a bit lazy. I think kind of sort of link it to what Josh has said. With the black for me, I think black's almost like in the right space, it works, like with the Yamaha livery. It blends well. It's put in the right place. But an all-black kind of bike, to me, just seems like, oh, we can't decide. Just go with black. It's safe. And it can work, but it almost looks like a testing bike, but not like a MotoGP test bike. It almost looks like a come out the factory and forgot to paint it sort of job. I don't know. It just it looks a bit half-arsed. The red kind of works at the front with the lines, but again, it's nothing sparkling. It's you know what I mean. Like they've not put that much effort into the design. It, it's one of them as well, where I'm not going to look back in years to years gone by and go, "Now nah, that was that was a good Aprilia livery." I'm just not. It's just what we've already discussed. I don't want to talk about bikes we've not discussed. The Yamaha one. You will look back in years gone by and go, "That's the bike Fabio won on." And that was a great era for the Yamaha bike. And it looks classic. It looks like a classic Yamaha bike for the time. Works. Then I just look at the With You bike. No one's going to care about it years gone by. Aprilia bike. Looks like it's one of the better bikes they've got. 
but it doesn't look like one of the sort of bikes that you'll get a t-shirt themed around it or like you know get a get it up on your desktop as a background because it's got nothing to it it you know what i mean it's got no no energy behind it so i'll give it a d and i think that's being generous i think yeah i'll give it a d yeah i like looking at this bike like i'm on i'm all for the black and red i think it, it all those colors always work well together and and mostly anything with black works but black and red is like one of the like top in my opinion of like colors that blend together but there's so much black and there's not enough red and then you got this goofy purple in there and i can't find like there's no sponsor that's like primarily purple on the bike or anything like that. So why is there just random purple in there? And it, it's like Aprilia is its own thing now. It's not like it's Grassini or anything that would have input in this. It's like, why is there purple? Yeah, the purple seems a bit random. And as as well, utilize it. If purple is going to be on your other color use like properly right. use it you've got black all over the bike like put the purple somewhere else put it at the bottom put it around the front fairing put it around the air intake put it behind the number or something not behind the number but you know, like use it actually use another color right. don't just be fucking lazy and be like strip a red strip a red black like it's, it just looks boring yeah and it's like the the purple isn't even like you really have to like look to see the purple because it's like outlining the red and red and purple don't mix well that's why when i look at the 2017 and 2018 aprilias granted the bike then wasn't as good as it was now but we're not talking performance talking livery you look at that bike Mm -hmm. and you could from go into the track you go that's an aprilia and i know you can do that now but it's almost like you know if you're a complete novice you'd be like, that looks like a spare bike. It does. It looks like a spare bike. It looks like it's, you know, like a maybe a one-off livery that they're doing to sort of, like, pay tribute to something. It just looks a bit naff. Like, we've gone so far right. further forward with, like, graphic design and whatnot and sort of being able to, you know, intertwine different designs with sponsors. And I look at that and I'm like, God, it looks effort. Like, it just looks like there's no effort in. Like, none boring for me i don't i don't really think it's that good but hey we're probably probably pissed off a lot of aprilia fans but hey ho like i say i'll stand on that hill yeah i'm gonna give it a d also i Mm. just i I feel like it could have been so much better like i said if you're like you said if you're gonna get the purple in there utilize the purple make it more predominant get like I get it. The Aprilia is like red because you have the red A at the end of it. So you have to incorporate some red, but like make red an accent color. If you're going to have it, then if if that's their color, use it. Suzuki is blue. They use blue. Yamaha is blue. They use blue. Ducati is red. They use red. Like you can't just sit there and say, oh, but then it'll look like another Ducati. Suzuki don't do that. They have a, they have a Suzuki blue and Yamaha have a Yamaha blue. Like it's two different blues. Like, Use right. your red, which isn't the same as the Ducati, because Ducati's red is a bit darker. Use it. Use a light red. Simple. 
Yeah. So uh, next up, we have, and we have to be technical, LCR Castrol. Are we going for the Castrol first? Yeah, because that's uh, the, why don't you the go first, then, you... Matt? You go. You go first. I mean, I, re- the I color... remember. I remember last season you you ripped this to bits. You hated it. <laughs> I mean, just, just dropping well, that well, seed in there just to be like, you yeah. dare give it a good rating? <laughs> I'll drop you. I've thrown you under the bus already. Oh, well, I'll just say uh, if I wonder if it, it's quite similar to last season, isn't it? So. Yeah, it's similar. I it, I don't feel like this one's as littered with sponsors, and it's. I mean, I, again, it, the blue, the white, and the red work. The green, you have to have it in there because it's Castrol. Um, I would give this one a solid D. The colors, I, I'm I'm real big with colors, and if they don't like blend well to me, and just like that abrupt green, like you have a red, white, and blue bike which works, and then there's just green. Well, I actually, I kind of agree with what you're saying, but I think it would work better without the blue because I think the red and green works as almost like if anyone listening remembers Colin Edwards' early two thousands sort of World Superbike colors. Like that classic Castrol red, uh, Castrol green. Sorry, mm-hmm. with the the red Honda, that works. I think. I think the blue. I don't think it's great. I think it clashes yeah, I, too much. The blue's a little bit too much out there. Whereas white with red and green, kind of works. I yeah, think it's all right. If you replaced, um, if you replace that blue with some green, it would de- it would definitely yeah. Help. Or, or the or the blue with some black, maybe just to sort of like make keep the red and green as like the primary colors. Um, but I'll agree. I've got it down on my list as number nine, but as a high D, I think it's not bad. I think it's, I'll put a statement out here right now. I think it's the best of the three Hondas. That's my opinion. Ooh, wow. I think it's the okay. best of the three Hondas, which I know for a fact is an unpopular opinion. But again, I'll stand on that. <laughs> Josh? Um, yeah, I like it. I like it. I like last season's, I don't know. It's you know the red, red, green, and blue. Um, I think it kind of goes together. Um, is it as good as last season's? No, I don't think it is. Even though it's similar, it's, I do think it's a little bit of a step down. I did prefer last season's, but um, no, it's uh, it's a nice bike. It's it's a standout, really. You, it is that you know instantly when you see it. It's you're like, yeah, that's a the Castrol Honda there. Um, but yeah, for me, I'd probably give it a, you know what? I'll give it a, give it an A. I like it. It's an A. Oh, wow. An A? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. you got my attention then. I was like, in fact, what? In fact, no, I'll revise that. I'll give it a B. I'll give it a B. A B? Nah, I think last, I, I think last season, last season's was A territory. This one's probably more B territory, but yeah, a B. All right. Uh, next up, we are, we'll, we'll stay with LCR. The LCR Itamitsu bike. Bono, what are your thoughts? Dog shit. The worst <laughs> livery on the whole grid. And anybody that says it's good, I'm sorry. You will never convince me the other way. It is dog shit. It looks I like... I think it's good. I... I'm going to mark down with a solid Wait your F turn, for you. <laughs> Wait your turn. <laughs> right. I, and my, my thing is with it, 
The gold looks cheap. The black looks like it's a spare part they've put on at the last minute. Um, I don't get why the black covers only the top half of the bike and then the rest of it's white and red. And then we've got streamlined bits of gold that just look shite. Um, crap. All around crap. Hate it. F. Rubbish. <laughs> rubbish, rubbish, rubbish. Crap livery. If anyone looks back at that livery in 10 years' time and says that's one of the best liveries, I'm sorry, but you, you, I, I don't know what yours. I must be looking at a different bike. Awful. Awful. And I know when it came out, there were so many people like, best livery on the grid. And I... I honestly, I remember I closed my app down on Twitter, went onto a different app, and then came back on it five minutes later and like, I can't be the only one that thinks that's awful. And then I, I refreshed the page and everyone was like, amazing, amazing, great, fantastic. I was like, I can't believe what I'm reading. So yeah, there you go. There's my most controversial one. I think it's absolutely shocking. Josh, well, your rebuttal. Josh goes, A star. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, it's uh, I don't know, I, I, I just quite like it. Um, it's I, I think it was better than last season's. Um, I see what you mean. It just seems like they've just bolted on the black, or they've been like, yeah, I need a bit of black that, and then just stuck it somewhere. But nah, I, I don't mind it to be honest. It's not amazing by any stretch of the imagination. Um. And it seems like they had different people designing different parts of it. Um, of you know, doing that I agree with. That I agree. Livery. With. It's like, yeah, you do the uh, you do the top half. <laughs> you do the front fair, and we'll do the side yeah, panels, yeah. and then we'll do Basically. the selfies. <laughs> but it's it's all right, I guess. Um, I'll give it a B. Okay, now. <laughs> yeah, well, Andrew, I... that's, that's why we're doing it. I suppose. I know. I know. We're gonna all like. For, for it's for fun, right? I know we're all debating. B, B for based, just bees for everyone. <laughs> Are you saying based or biased? I can't biased. tell. It's called it's based, isn't it? If you, I don't know if you type it in, You're biased. No, it's not. It's called based. It's a word. <laughs> it's a slang. I don't know based. That's it. I'm gonna meaning meaning of based. Is based being? Do you mean based as in the context of like being kind of middle ground? Yeah, I hear it all the time now. It's one of them words. Like, I don't really... Like, I'm so too, like, you know when I you hear like, your mum or dad say something when you're a kid and then you yeah. go to school the next day and start using it, not knowing what yeah, it means? Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, Urban Dictionary. Oh, um, that's, a, that's a trusty source, that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you're into Lude of English language here with Josh Wilson. Yeah, uh, not very good. I'm not even finding it. Yeah, I think I've been using it wrong, to be honest. <laughs> Keep using it. It's your word now. If Josh says it's base, well, he means it's middle ground. So, bias means prejudice in favor of or yeah. against one thing, person, or group compared to another, usually in a way considered to be unfair. I think most people know what bias means. I just couldn't tell if he was saying biased or based. Well, I've got one here. It's based as a slang term that originally meant to be addicted to crack cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then there you go, guys. Already. We're getting all over the place in this episode. We are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe that's what the person designing this bike was on. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. why it's all over the place. Um, I'd. I would like my thoughts on this bike. I don't. I don't hate it as much as Pano does. Um, 
I, I wish it would go one way or the other. Either do the black and gold or do the white and red. Like, you know, Itamitsu is the sponsor, so that's why the white and white and red is there. But just like with the Castrol bike, if Castrol's your sponsor, lean into the green. If Itamitsu's your sponsor, lean into the red and white. Like, pick one or the other. You can't have both. Um, I would give this a C. So we have a B, a C, so, and a fat F. And an F. And a big fat F. Uh, all right, next up, Suzuki. I think we, we should do the honor. Josh, we'll let you... I mean, I'll, I um, out I'm not doing Yamaha straight away, but I think now that we're into it, we can let Josh say his piece on Suzuki. Yep, I like it. Classic look, classic Suzuki. Um, yeah, simple design. Uh, added the bit, added more black to it, of course, as everyone's mm-hmm. doing these days. Um, the only thing I don't like, which I think we've discussed um, previously, maybe not on podcast, but between ourselves anyway, um, is the black on the front. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like that should have been blue or silver, personally. Um, it's like they just was like, yeah, just make that black, a bit more black, just flat, uh, just smash it on the front there, yeah. That'll do. It just uh, it just doesn't go with the bike. I don't think. I think a a silver or blue front would have been perfect. That would have been a perfect bike. But no, they had to ruin it somehow. Um. So yes, I'd say a solid A for Suzuki. Mister Wilson, we have an agreement. I completely, <laughs> completely second the black on the front. I, people were like, oh, the black on the front. And it's just that typical, it's new, so everyone likes it. The blue, the 2020 bike is the best Suzuki I've ever seen. Probably up there with the Riz. Okay, the Rizla livery was nice. Don't get me wrong. It was classic. But they won on that bike, on the 2020 bike. They won a championship. And it sort of added that bit of dust, gold dust sort of feel into that 2020 bike as well as the anniversary tribute that it was actually made for i think was the best suzuki bike because it looks so clean on the front all blue big fat uh rider number on the front looked brilliant and i loved the suzuki livery i think now that they've had that monster energy sponsor as well it's not as good as having just blue and silver maybe that's me just being me i quite like this primary and secondary color but a bit of black at the bottom nice the black on the front just sort of takes it down a notch for me I did have it as a B, but a high B. So for me, it's like low A, high B. A solid livery. I just think the black on the front's not needed. Could have just kept it the same. But still, take that away. Solid livery. Always like Suzuki's. They always make good-looking bikes. Even when they have the X-Star thing. Not as good. Still a good-looking bike. Yeah, I'm I'm right with you guys. I The black on the front just seems added on. Like it didn't need to be there, and they were like, "Oh no, we'll just just add more black." Because you, if you look at it right up around the like windscreen, you can see there's a monster logo. So I feel like that monster probably gave them more money to add a couple more decals. It was like, "Well, if our logo's there, there has to be black around it." Did they and, not have that last year? But just not in black. No, it. I think the monster logo was just on the bottom of the bike last year. Mm, okay. Um. But still, they could but, have just had black strips at the top with the monster and then just kept the, the actual right. base behind the number blue or silver, I think. 
Right. But maybe that's a, that's but a good it, point. It might be the monster thing. But I just feel like it, that's unnecessary. The the blue and white, you can't go wrong with, or blue and silver. Um, yeah, I'm going to give this a solid... I'm going to give it a B. So... Good results moving, for our boys, Josh. Good results. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm up for that. Moving on to the next one, we have Red Bull KTM. <laughs> so I, I you you should go fast with this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I like it. Um, I like the addition of the white. I think it makes it helps make it pop a little bit. Um. I mean, last year's was good where it didn't have the white outline. Don't get me wrong, but I just feel like that white like helps it pop a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the whole, I mean, it's, it's a Red Bull bike. Yes. If Red Bull, whether it's, uh, Moto GP, whether it's Moto two, Moto three, F one. I think, uh, the only time KTM goes different is when they go off road and it's primarily orange. Um, but yeah, I like it. I'm going to give it a A. Josh? An A? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's see. <laughs> I guess I guess we're like Red Bull KTM. It's like Red Bull in Formula 1. They don't really... It's slight. Like, tweaks and i guess it's like repsol honda that you know that it's just little slight tweaks season I, you know season in season out and i don't mind it to be honest i mean i i like the ktm red bull i think it's quite a nice looking bike um but it's not like a wow factor to me and the problem is when when you've got a a good looking bike or a you know decent looking bike but it's kind of the same every single season and they don't really change all that much to it you don't get that wow you know when it comes out like tech three last year last season gave us that wow when we all saw it um right. because it's totally different and it and it looked good and uh i think everyone was really impressed with it most people um but yeah solid bike i don't mind it um probably a b give it a b okay um i originally when it first came out was I won't say not keen on the, the the white, but I was like, I prefer last year's. But I think that was more so because I got used to last year's being the sort of same. But now I've probably gone more the other way in that I actually prefer the white, and I agree with what Matt says in that I think as well, just going back to like when I was at Silverstone, I was taking like photos and whatnot, and I think that does help it like stand out in that sense. I think it adds a bit more brightness to it, but not too much where it's like, you know, you, you've been a bit out there and that that Red Bull white outline has been used on F1 cars in the past and, you know, it's not like they've gone out their their box or their their marketing scheme or anything. Um, and again, it's it's one of them that it is like like the, the Yamaha one, it's sort of it's held by these big energy drink sponsors where they kind of have to be 70, 80% themed around that big sponsor of Red Bull monster. Mm. Um, I like it. I think I did have it B slash A, so high B, low A. I 
I do quite like the Red Bull KTM theme in general. I think it works well with the orange, um, which I was questioning at the very start when before they came in, I was like, how is orange going to match with the red and yellow of Red Bull? But they've not put too much red and yellow in other than the actual logo, which I like. I'm glad they didn't mm-hmm. try and intertwine five, six different colors. Um, so yeah, low A, high B for me. All right. Uh, moving on to the next KTM, we got Tech 3, uh, who didn't really change anything. It's pretty much a carbon copy of last oh. year's bike. More black. Yeah, just a little a bit theme. more black. Yeah, across all the bikes on the grid. Um, Bunny, you want to go first on this one? Um, yeah, can do. I, I really liked the Tech 3. Last year, I rated it in my YouTube livery list. I rated it number one. Um, I can see the thing for a bit more black. Um, but again, like Josh said, they released it and it was like this brand new thing that we'd not seen before. And not just for that reason, it was good. I really like the orange and having seen it in person, which I think contributes to a more solid vote in terms of your reasoning behind it when you've seen it in the flesh. Not saying that <laughs> Matt's votes don't cap. I'm saying like having seen it in the flesh, it's like, okay, no, that does really look good on track. Tech 3 looks stunning. It looks even better in person than it does on on TV. Um, yeah, really like it. I think, hmm, again, high B, high B, low A, same as the, the Factory Boys. I think it's just, again, solid. And they've done well without the Red Bull livery. Like in 2019, I liked the blue and the orange sort of Toro Rosso thing we mentioned last week that we cannot reference because it's not been published. Um, yeah, high B, low A. Yeah, so, yeah. Very similar opinion for me, really. Uh, I really enjoyed it last year, really liked it. Of course, no one's really expecting it, were we? Um, that kind of change, that kind of total 180. Um, and yeah, it's just a lovely bike to look at. And I think this season, like, again, they've added a bit more black to it. Almost, I feel like they've almost toned it down a little bit from last season. Um, and again, it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't pop as much um, as last season, but it's still a lovely bike. But again, they've not changed a huge lot, have they? But they didn't really need to. It's more of a, an evolution rather than a, a revolution. Um, so probably, yeah, like, uh, I'd give it an ear. I'd still give it an ear, I think. They do well as well to actually use the KTM orange because it's tech three. They don't necessarily mm. have to use that. Mm-hmm. But I like right. the fact that it's still from a distance. You can go, that's the KTM because it's in KTM orange. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on to the next bike. We got the Ducati factory team. Um, Josh, what are your thoughts? Um, Ducati factory team. Like uh, the last few seasons, I've been a fan of it. I've really liked the Ducati factory bike. Uh, the the kind of classic red, and of course a bit of the incorporation of the black that it's had with the kind of Lenovo branding. It's I thought it's looked really nice. Um, but this season, I'm not too, I'm not as keen on it this season to be honest. Um. It's kind of got some orange on it, which I don't really see or get why. It's got like a 
a light orange on it. Um, doesn't really fit. And then there's Lav- those Lavono, Le- sorry, Le- yeah, Lenovo kind of branding. They just look like stickers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They just let it be slapped on there and it's not. It doesn't blend at all, does it? No, it's not as nice as last season's um, or the seasons before. Uh, so, yeah, I think. And then, like, you've got that white shell bit at the, the like, front bottom. <laughs> and I think what. Like the mud guard. Yeah. Like, why is that white? It just doesn't match. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely a step back this season. I'd probably give it a, a B, I think. A B plus, maybe. Yeah, same opinion here. I don't... I think the, the weird orange bits, I'm like, why? And then just above the orange, I don't know if that's just me. Oh, yeah. It's like like they've got like this weird burgundy, burgundy. colour. Yeah. Colour. Um, I yeah, don't I get it. It's, it's like you're just adding stuff for the sake of adding it. The Lenovo box stickers, yeah, they, they genuinely look like someone's photoshopped it to like cover like a, a sponsor that shouldn't be there. Um, and then the white shell thing. I just think, I don't know. I've, I've said this very like openly that the 2018 and 17, is that the right years? Yeah. 17 and 18 Ducatis look better, in my opinion. I like the the white with the red. Always looks well. I liked it when they used to have that as like the Marlboro sponsor. Sort of like early Ferrari, sort of early 2000 Ferrari colours scheme. Like the white with the red. Always worked well, like on Stoner's Ducati. Looks well with Lorenzo on it. And then they added the 2018, they added a little bit of grey. And at first I was like, when I, when I saw the sneak peek to that year, I was like, ooh, grey. Don't know. Worked really well because they didn't put too much on of it, too much of it in, but it, it went well. So I, I like white with the Ducati. Um, I have it as number seven, so pretty smack bang in the middle. So for that, I'll give it a C. Okay. Um, I mean, I I don't hate this. Yeah, it red's always a good color. I I don't like the like the darker red how there's like multiple shades of red on this thing and i mean the white it doesn't bother me as much just by because i know looking at it if being that shell is a sponsor if they didn't have the red to show the red or the white there to show the red outline of the shell logo then it would just be like this random yellow blob in a sea of red um I'd give I'd give this a B. I mean, again, you can't go wrong. Yeah, you know, in my opinion, you can't go wrong with red. It's always a solid color. Um, yeah, which is why you see a lot of teams using it. So, yeah. Uh, moving on, we got Pramac Ducati. Um, I don't know how I feel about this. I've been very mixed as well. I think a lot of people, like, because it was sort of such a one, like unique design in terms of not color, just design of the where the colors are. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people jump straight on that bandwagon of it's new. Oh my god, that's amazing! But right, I'm almost. I am also like, it looks a bit like what's going on. <laughs> it's a bit. It's a bit well, all over the place. My. F- 
when I first saw it, my first thought was like, I like the color scheme, the red, white, and blue. But, like, it looks like, do you ever see the painters that just take, like, they stick their brushes in and then just throw it at a wall? You mean, like, when they, like, remove the tape away from it after and there's, like, lines in the between, like. Yeah, where they just, like, tape it up and then they just, like, stick their paintbrushes in the paint and just, like, start throwing it at the wall. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, where it lands is how it is, and that's what this bike looks like to me. It's, like. There's just random red and white and blue and then more white and then a little bit of blue here. It's like, what is happening with this bike? Hmm. It, I I don't hate it. I don't hate the color scheme. I but to me this is like a C. Okay. I mean I've got it as the best Ducati out of the four. Um I've got it as a B. I think the same sort of thing. It is a bit all over the place, but I do quite like the the colours specifically. Like in terms of like that that blue with that red works well with the with the white. Um, but yeah, for the sake of it being a little bit all over the place, I'm like it just needs to calm down as just a just a tad. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, it's all right. It's a B. Um, yeah, not much else to say on it. What you've already said, really. Yeah, Josh. Yeah, um, it's yeah, it's okay, I guess. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to make my mind upon it, to be honest. Um, <laughs> ah, God. Your life I really can't. It, I really can't. Did you say it was your your favorite out of the Ducatis? Yeah, yeah. Just because I think the I agree with you with the factory's gone backwards. Um, and then my other opinion on the other Ducatis is to come. But out of the four, yeah, I'd have it as my favorite. Just because I think the, the blue and the red work well as those particular blue and reds, and it's got like a nice divide of white to separate the spamming of the blue and the red, um, mm. whereas the, the weird burgundy orange white with the Ducati red looks weird. And then, yeah, it's it's yeah, but that, that's why it's my top of those four. But I gave it a B because. It's, the the colours are nice. They're nice colours. They don't look too, you know, they're not too dull or too contrasting mm. in terms of how they match. Yeah, I yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to weigh it up because it's, it's got like a camo feel to it in a way because it's all mm. kind of, it, there's no uniformity to it. It's not like they're all clearly separated, but it's quite cool. I feel like some days I really like it and I'd say it's my favourite, and then some days. I look at it and think, yeah, nah. What? Wh- who? Who on earth designed this? I think but, that's probably safe to go with like a low B, high C then or something. Yeah, I'd I'd give it like a low B, high C. I think that's probably the one that could will change the most. I, I reckon once I see it on track, hmm. you know, under the lights of Qatar, I I could I could see myself thinking, you know what, that's the nicest bike on the track. Um, but yeah, for now I'll I'll put it about a. A low B, high C, really. Again, it's it's just a bit. Yeah, I feel like maybe it's a bit jumbled up 
Um, but obviously that's what they've gone for, and it yeah, it's it's yeah. I think it looked way better on the track under the lights of Qatar, definitely. So roughly, I think we've got like an average like BC mm. sort of score for that. Um, what's next, Matt? Yeah, about Grassini. there. Uh, up next is Grassini. Yeah. But no, the floor is yours. You know something? If they didn't have a secondary colour so contrasting, I would be putting this up in the top three. If they went with that lovely, light, kind of angel baby blue that they've got, and and the, the sponsor that they've got, which is like Fenex or whatever it is, um, or the next, I don't know what it says, but that's black. The Ducati thing in black, and they just kept it roughly black with with not where where the red is on the bike. If they were sort of thinner and not as bulky, and they were black, I genuinely think it'd be one of the most simplistic but nice looking bikes on the grid. The red is hideous. I don't like the red. It's too like what? Why? Why red? I know because it's a Ducati, but. You look at the the forty six bike, and that's not spammed with red where it says Ducati, and it that you know something contradicting not contradicting but controversial opinion for the forty six bike when we get there is that is why I have warmed to that bike is because it doesn't have such a weird secondary color. Um, yeah, I think take away the red, it's it's an A slash B. With the red, I have got it as a what have I got it as a C. I think it's all right, but I think the red ruins it. Gosh, yeah, I'd uh, I'd I'd echo that a little bit. Um, it's annoying because the I don't know why, but the color that kind of blue is triggering something in me in a sense of it's like I've seen it somewhere before and I don't know where. So every time I look at that bike, I just think. That, I've seen that color somewhere else, and I can't, I can't place it. I do anything. like that though, because it's almost like in MotoGP, it's not really a used color. Yeah, you know it's, I mean? it's, it's interesting. That I do I like, like about it. it. They've gone out of the box with that, but the yeah, red just sort of like just, why. But it's just, it just gets me thinking all the time. I, I don't know where I've seen that color before, but I like it. But it's trying to pin it down, and then I guess I've got. I see what they've done with the sponsors because I've got a lot of the sponsors and kind of lined them up in a row at, at the bottom. Um, but that just kind of ruins it, really, for me, um, because it, it it disrupts that kind of that blue um, that they've got. And then, of course, the red, it does seem, in a way, there's a, it just seems like they've just stuck it in a few random places. Um, like look at the red on the tank. Look at where it is on yeah. the tank. Just like, a why? strip of red on, on the middle yeah. of the tank. Like, I mean, why? The wings, okay. I could see the wings maybe being red. Yeah, just the um, wings, though. But, yeah. I think for me, again... <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> uh... <laughs> on track, it's an A. But on pictures, it's an F. No, I was going to say a B. I'll just give it another B, to be honest. <laughs> I'm telling you, Wilson. Yeah, I am the fence. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I hate this as much. I think you've said that about the majority of them. It's like I don't hate it, (laughs) but, but I, I definitely like. 
see your point about the red. I don't like the red just being random. And the worst part, I think the worst part is we saw this, but like the Grassini Moto 2 team has a bike without the red and it looks beautiful. But like mm. this one, and I get it sponsor reasons, but like if, if you have to put red, like use it minimally with this. And then you, you guys are saying like on the, uh, front fender there's just a red spot in the front of it that just looks like crap mm. yeah. i would I, give I, I think a lot of people have been in agreement that the blue i'm not speaking for every everyone here or everybody online the blue i'll put it out here i think is lovely i think they've got a lovely color there that's my opinion that that's why it is a c if the blue was like the with you blue, I'd be like fucking F, but the blue is really nice. I like the blue. Sorry, Matt, I didn't mean to disrupt. No, you're good. Um, I'm gonna give this a C. Like I said, the the blue's nice. The red just kills it for me. But yeah, so moving on to VR46. I I like this. I, like I like the black. I like, of course, it's going to have the Rossi yellow, um, the orange. Because of the Mooney sponsorship, I don't feel kills it because it looks not similar but close to the yellow. Agreed. So it's not like it's some like a color like like the Aprilia with the purple, where it's like so off putting. They they look somewhat similar. So it's not that off-putting. The weird white logo in the mm. back by the seat, I'm like, eh, could do without that, but I can't even tell who that is. But you know what, Matt? With that, I was thinking the same thing, but if they put white anywhere, it had to either go there or at the very bottom at the very back. So I think placement-wise, they've done well with that. Do you know what I mean? It right. didn't interrupt too much. But, but I you just... Your, your say. I would... I would just rather because, and uh, mind you, the one I'm looking at is Bedzeki's bike. So I don't know if Luca's bike it will be the same way. But at the very tail of it, where you have Bedzeki's number, is also Rossi yellow. So if that yellow could have just continued the whole length of the bike and then ended at that tailpiece, but it gets cut off by the white. And that's kind of like. It, it it had potential, and then you you had to put that little white sponsor there. I mean, for my OCD purposes, if it had to be put on there, I would rather be be put like low down on the bike or something like that. But hmm. yeah, so I'm gonna give this an A. Interesting. Wow. Um, honestly, my first opinion on it when I first looked at it, I was like, Oof, I don't know, but. I did say before we recorded this, this this is the livery that's grown on me the most. Probably that and the Red Bull KTM. Um, I kind of agree what you mean with the white, but I do... One thing I really like about this livery is the number on the tail of the bike. That is like a mid-2000s sort of thing that they... I mean, I know they used to do it back in the day, but that's when they stopped doing it. Um, and I really like that. I just think it's a bit old school. Um, but I do think the white separates it a little bit so that the number stands out more. But I do agree 
it could be put elsewhere. But I'm not going to beat myself up over a little segment of white on that bike. But I do think the grey works really well with like the dark colours that they have got going on around the whole bike. And then the fluorescent yellow with the moony orange works well, like you said. I, I quite like it. If anything, I think this might level with Pramac as my favourite Ducati. I'm going to give it a B. I, I think a lot of people are hated on the bike, but I do actually really like it. I think maybe the front of the bike could have black behind the numbers, maybe, but I do get it still matches well with the uh, with the Rossi yellow, but I quite like it. I think it's all right. I think it's, you know, it's bold to go for dark colours like with Aprilia. But I think what VR46 have done here have utilised their other colours a hell of a lot better than what the likes of Aprilia have. Um, And they've got a theme, ultimately dark, but with a theme, which I can respect. So, yeah, B. Um, Josh? I want to like it. I just don't particularly like it all that much. Um, I like the dark... I like the grey on it. Um, of course, it was always going to have a bit of Rossi yellow on it. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't, I, for me, I just don't don't know about the placing of it all. Um, and then it, that kind of, I feel that white kind of disrupts the flow of it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I, I've not warmed into it yet at all. Maybe that can change. Same with the, the Pramat racing. Um, which probably will change to be fair, but with with the Mooney one, I, yeah, I, I really want to like it, but at the moment I'm not really all that sold on it. I'm not that keen. I'll probably give it a uh, probably give it a a C. I think middle of the park. <laughs> yeah, a C's bad. Yeah, a C's bad, but yeah, a C's bad for me. That's like my D, really. <laughs> so D then, <laughs> big D. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, moving on to the last one, and I held them off to the end because I figured this one would end us pretty quick. Repsol bike. I just um, think they're, they're varying further and further away from what could be. The, the Repsol bike is a classic bike. You know, it's like when Paul joined Repsol and mm-hmm. said to ride on the Repsol colors. You know, I know he says that for marketing, blah, 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 blah. But it is a, it is a classic color. Like, you know, that, that scheme of Repsol Honda, it's become a classic. I get that. But why Even, on there's earth a guy... is there this white fucking like thing at the front with the Honda? I don't like that at all. I think it looks it looks like a, and I don't mean to offend anybody, but when, when I say this, but like you know, if you went to like an off market sales guy and he sells you like a replica model, it would almost be like that. Is that that's what it looks like? I just think it looks a bit naff. Um, I used to like the mid 2000s where they had a bit more black involved like the hayden biaggi kind of era of repsol honda where they used to have a bit more black on the front and around the bike um but you know orange red and white can work but uh, it just looks a bit like they've, they've put so much white on it and then just this fat repsol thing in the middle um yeah uh, it's gone down in my books and i've given it a high d Josh, uh, yeah, I, I actually like it. I do um, like there it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think adding that white, more white to it, I think it's just 
made it a bit different. It it, it seems to look, you know, I'm a fan of black on a bike, but to be fair, I, I the way the Repsol's gone with the added like more white. Um, you know, if you go back to the start of this, when Josh said, I actually quite like anything on a bike, this kind of contributes to what he's saying now. It's like, no yeah. black, yeah, more black, yeah, more white, yeah, less white, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's classic, it's just classic Honda Repsol, isn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. in a sense that they can kind of tweak the bike and do whatever they want, and it'll still be a Honda Repsol, really. Um Make it all black and just stick a Repsol logo on it, and it'll Honda Repsol. You know, it's kind of yeah. I I think that they've obviously gone the other way this time and thought let's change it up a little bit and add more white to it rather than you know black or orange or yellow or whatever. But no, I I like this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with A. Give it A. 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 Give it an A. Give it an A. I like it. He sat on the fence on some, what I would say, even if you like it or hate it, some like, oh, okay, that could be all right. He's given an A for Repsol. Yeah, I am. I'm a secret Look. Honda fan by I? so. God almighty. Don't need any, we don't need any of them. I was going to say we don't need any more, but we don't, have, <laughs> we, we don't need any of them. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it's Repsol. It's always going to be white, yellow, and orange. Um. And you were saying about being iconic. There's a guy I work with who doesn't follow MotoGP, but knew whenever I brought it up to him about liveries being revealed, he goes, does Repsol bike look the same? (laughs) And so like even people who don't follow, like he's an F1 fan, but like people who don't follow MotoGP know that the Repsol bike is a Repsol bike and will always be a Repsol bike. Um, the, The white on the front fairing makes the bike look really narrow to me. It, and I mind you, they've redesigned this bike. So I, it's hard for me to tell, is it really narrow that narrow or does the white make it look that narrow? They haven't redesigned the bike. Yamaha and Ducati <laughs> have designed that bike. Yeah. Let's, let's make that very clear right now. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't hate it. I, I I gave it a C. So. But that does it for all of the grades. Um, maybe we'll revisit this at a later date, see if our views have changed once we've seen them under the lights and seen them in action. Probably um, summer break would be nice. I think if we revisit in the summer... Then I can give all my all the the safe answers. I was going to say, based on Josh's um, on the fence chat, I think probably after Qatar you'll be like, good, 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 shit, 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 <laughs> because there's been a yeah. lot of like C, yeah, B, yeah, kind of C. So I don't know, we'll see. But I did actually think that we'd have more contradicting um, opinions. But I think having given it a good thought. There are some things that we're like, yeah, like the Suzuki Black comes to mind. I think we were all sort of eh, about that, but we all like Suzuki's livery in general. Um, the Ducati, mm-hmm. weird, whatever that is, um, we're like, no, with you. Yeah, we're all pretty synonymous on that. Um, just L- yeah. LCI Demitsu, I'm still never going to like. I don't care what it looks like in Qatar. <laughs> It looks dog shit. I just can't. I can't get behind it. But hey, <laughs> hey, that that's why we do it, I suppose, just to find a bit of controversy and a bit of contradicting opinions, I guess. But 
Yeah. So uh, moving on to the next thing, we're going to give some bold predictions as much as I don't like doing predictions. Uh, Fair we hop on the bandwagon and uh, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different uh, categories we'll all give our opinions on. Uh, The first one, biggest surprise of this season. And this can be a track that maybe isn't that good that you think might get better. Uh, This could be a surprise rider, a surprise win, but your biggest surprise of this season. Um, Whoever comes up with one first, feel free to let me to put it out there. I like not knowing the questions as well, sort of kind of gets me on the spot a little bit, but I think it's not really a surprise, but I think Ralph Hernandez will be very quick from the off. Not not like podium pace, but I think he he's not on a great bike, but I think he will stand out from the KTMs. I really do. I think he'll he'll be up there challenging whatever the quickest factory guy is on the KTM, if not just behind. Um I don't know. I really don't know. Josh, any thoughts on any surprises you think are going to happen? Is that face uh, a, why have you asked me now? I wanted more time to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you're going to drag this one out, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, no, sorry, I'm, uh, would, I, but... Yeah, I... Um... Biggest surprise... Um... Is it just MotoGP, Matt, or is it across all classes? Yeah, MotoGP. Darren Binder <laughs> will be better... Oh, wait, we'll outscore Davizio, so there we go. Fucking hell, fire. That's, put that as our pinned tweet on, on Twitter. <laughs> that, that, that is a prediction. That is, wow. Yeah, um, That would be a big surprise. It, well, I, I'm sure it won't happen, but I mean, I mean, Dovey's, I just don't know. just think he's, Biggest surprise. he's past it now. I think... It's not really a surprise, but I think kind of related to what we were saying last week. Um, I don't, I can't class it as a surprise, but I do think people underestimate Suzuki. So I think Suzuki will be strong from the off. People will be like, whoa, Suzuki have turned up this year. And it's like, I just think they're a bit underrated. I'm sort of plugging my second team's roots here. Like, you know, <laughs> come on, the boys. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'd say my Ralph Hernandez one. I think somebody asked it in our Discord. Um, of They put like a list of questions. I think it might have been Joey said five questions. And the, the, the last two questions was biggest surprise and best rookie. And I literally put Ralph Hernandez, Ralph Hernandez. So <laughs> that will be that will probably be my surprise, I think, as long as he stays injury free. And maybe another one I'd say... Don't be surprised if Jorge Martin does actually challenge for the top five, if not the title. Yeah, that would be probably mine. Jorge Martin being the, the five. I've got five people for the title, but I don't know if that's another question, so I'll save it. Um, my bold, My biggest surprise of the season will be that... Mark Marquez does not win Saxon Ring. What's he hell? Why has he got other plans, or is he just what's he doing playing golf? I just, I don't think he can 
with the changes of the Honda, I think he might. It this might be the year that changes things. Between I mean, his arm, his look the at the high Honda, issues, look at the Honda last year, and the guy got on it and went, "I'll show you how to work Honda," and blitzed every Honda that turned up. But fair, fair enough prediction, fair enough prediction. But that guy around Saxon Ring is nuts, absolutely nuts. So, uh, next one, biggest disappointment. So um, my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> so my biggest disappointment, and maybe I'll start going first on these ones because I've had a little bit of time to think about them. My biggest disappointment is that the championship will be won with like four rounds to go. That it won't like basically the championship won't come down to the final race. It will be tied up one early and. One early or four early. Because you've gone from four to one. Four is a big jump. It's just, it's going to be one. We're not going to have a finale. Right. We're not going to have a down to the wire type of finale. Okay. Biggest disappointment. Um, My head wants to say Yamaha. But that's just because I'm pessimistic as a Derby County fan and think that if as long as something good happens, something shit will follow it. As Josh will probably agree, being a whole city fan, it's almost like you've got this imposter syndrome as soon as you do something good. It's like, this can't be for real. Um, and to be honest with you, my, my head wants to say KTM. I I can't really go off testing that much, but I from last year two testing i've only seen downgrades i've not seen anything where they've gone slightly up somewhere um and i've not heard anything that miraculous from any of the riders and i'm not that confident that ktm will just instantly go up i think they've had a great appointment with the team manager but that takes time look at david abrivio great team manager but he didn't get it right in the first year no one can i'm not just out in david abrivio i'll go with ktm I think I don't. I don't know. I, I, I'm happy to be wrong, but I don't see them being as good as what people expected them to be in 2021 this year. If that makes sense, because I think 2020 was like, oh, okay, okay, they're challenging, and then they went. I can't see them instantly, you know, rebounding back up. So sorry, Matt, but I don't think KTM are going to be that great. <laughs> Um, biggest disappointment. Oh, God. Uh, you can't want to use say... the joke of my fantasy team because we all know that'll be the biggest. Yeah. Disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, KTM's a strong shout. Even Aprilia. Going from, if we're going off testing and now everyone's all of a sudden thinking um, <laughs> Aprilia are the, are the team that are going to be at the front straight away, then. I yeah, mean, I've read something Aprilia. in my Discord saying that people, some, oh, well, I think it was Joey said, I can actually see Aprilia challenging for the title. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if we've got a bold prediction question, that could be my fucking contribution mm. on the on the thingy of somebody else. But yeah. I was, <laughs> was going to jokingly say Darren Binder. <laughs> it's like a... <laughs> <total> <laughs> 
<laughs> but I mean, if you've got no aspiration, uh, then there's no disappointment. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, no, I'd go with probably Aprilia or maybe even um, Paul Espargaro. They're like my two that are in mm. the frame. He's in my fantasy yeah. team, so he will be. He will be a disappointment, guaranteed. That's almost like a jinx, but not double jinx, double bluff, because you're like, I put him in there, so go on, do bad, but then you're also like, oh, I'll do shit because he's in there, but then you're like, go on, do well. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You're like, <laughs> this massive self-doubt that's contradicting all the time. What's the next one, Matt? Come on. Uh, next one, surprise winner. So my surprise, and mind you, this can be, eh, it's all okay. We 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 can uh, okay. <laughs> I think if it, I, I said it, my, I said it in my Discord. If he's going to win, if if I look back in in ten years time and say Zarko won, knowing he's not won till now, I think it'd be this year. If not, Anaya. Ooh, um, either rins or. Vinales. They're my two. I just went with Which... the two people that haven't won one yet, so I was sort of like, <laughs> that's re- that's going Pick... really sort of out there because they've not won. So yeah, Zarko. But... Pick one, Josh. Oh, Rins or Vinales? Vinales, I think. I knew have... you wouldn't go with Rins. I knew you wouldn't. No, I can't. It, Vinales, <laughs> he'll, he'll have one of them races where he's suddenly... Best form of his life, and he'll 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 win, and then we'll we'll never see anything from him for the rest of the season. <laughs> I'm going Anaya Bastianini. I just think yeah. from what he showed last season that he will have that surprise win. And... To be fair, though, I don't I don't mean to take anything away from that, Matt. But I kind of said Anaya as well. But in a way, I, the reason I didn't go for him is that I don't think that'll be that much of a surprise because I think anybody that actually watched last year really knows, wow, like that guy is that guy is capable on a bike that was an out, an outdated bike, and I really think given the opportunity, he might win. I think on Josh's point, I'll go out there and say if Vinales wins, it will be at Mizano. That's my opinion. I think just because Vinales is rapido. Around, um, <laughs> around there, or Sepang, just because they've had all, all right, the time. Uh, next one, surprise team change. What as in someone that's going to change team, like yes. for next year? With going into twenty twenty three, been the for Yamaha. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Do you want that as your answer? Oh yeah, for sure. I, I, I want it to happen. <laughs> me, yeah. <laughs> um, for me, it's going to be surprised. You say surprise team. Yeah, change. surprise team change. So somebody like okay, you so don't we, think we can't would... say like Jorge Martin to factory Ducati because that's not going to be a surprise. No, because that. that's obvious. Um, Darren Binder to Repsol Honda. Was a surprise. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> he's he's big, him and Rins are going to be like the knockoff memes of this year again, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Binder just taking everyone out at a corner. Rins just crashing so, the corner after, like showing him out. Yeah, doing two mile per hour. <laughs> yeah. So my surprise team change, and I didn't put where they were going, 
but mine is Oliveira to leave KTM. Again, uh, yeah, it's sort of like, it's not a surprise, but it's, because it's sort of like, uh, it might happen. It's one of those things where if you saw it, you'd be like, oh, this is big. Like, because you, you would think they'd want to try to keep Miguel, but at the same time, like, if he if it were to come out and be like Oliveira to leave KTM, you'd be like, oh boy. Yeah, I wish Yamaha could have three seats and just have Oliveira in there <laughs> as well. because I've got a mine, massive admiration for him. Man, I don't know if it'd be a surprise as such. Uh, Fernandez to factory Yamaha. Factory Yamaha. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like well, Yamaha they haven't got anyone else really. Just, it depends on Frankie, doesn't it? Depends on Frankie. Yeah, I know you said I think last year, personally, last week, sorry, that you think he's sort of passed it. Yeah. Um, personally, for me, if I had the choice between Frankie or Fernandez for 2023, I, I know which one I'd go with straight away. Okay. Especially if you've got Fabio. I know it's all talk, but if you've got Fabio threatening to to um, jump ship, uh, you're gonna you're, you're gonna want to get someone in who's of similar ilk to Fabio mm. and that Fernandez fits the bill really. Okay. Um I think Suzuki are too well prepped for Yo uh, for Jarmir to to leave. Um so I wouldn't go with Joan leaving Suzuki. Um Ooh, this is hard. You know what? I'll say Paul to leave Honda. I don't necessarily think he will or he won't. I just think that would be a surprise. And listen, if Paul doesn't perform in the first 10 races, if Paul doesn't put it on the podium in the first eight races, I think his days are numbered, personally. Because if, like, what it's so, it's so annoying to keep saying, we did discuss it last week, because obviously we can't reference that to the audience, but you guys know what I was saying last week, in that if Pedro... Acosta does the business in the first eight races and Paul doesn't, I think I think Honda will just chuck money at it and say, right, there's our man. Let's go get him. So I'll say Paul to leave Honda. All right. Uh, next one, and these ones will be a little bit easier. Uh, rookie of the year. Raul. Raul, Raul Fernandez. Fernandez. I've got Josh. to stick my guns. Uh Oh, God. Um... <laughs> no, I'm not going to say it. Um... Actually, no, Remy Gardner. Give him a bit of love. Oh. He's not had anything so far. I think if it's not Raul, I I would go with Digi. I think Digi or Yeah, actually, you've got people. Digi. Oh, actually, change my answer. Bezeki. Yeah. Okay. I think if you're on a Ducati, though, like nowadays, because you've got so many other Ducatis around you, mm. you've kind of got a good chance of being in that thing. Yeah, anyway, I feel like you, really? I feel like you know Tech Three at the moment. Yeah. If there's anything like last season, that you're not going to get Rookie of the Year on a Tech Three. Yeah, that's 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 why. If anything, me putting Raul is credit more to Raul because I know yeah. me and you both do highly rate Raul. Oh, I yeah, really do 100%. think he'll drag that bike, which is what I was saying earlier. I think he'll be as quick, if not the quickest KTM out there when he gets to grips with it. So, yeah, I'll go with Raul. Yeah, I'm I'm going uh, DG. Yeah. I, think I mean, they're all solid shout With the Ducati. Down, yeah. To be honest. Um, all right. Riders champion. 
Oh, don't do this to me. Oh, I, I oh, will throw. I can't pick. I'll throw mine out. I'm going Pecco. I can't pick. I've I've had this discussion now every single week on Discord with my dad, with you guys, <laughs> and I, I just I can't. I can I cannot pick one. I really can't. It changes every single. I'm, I'm going to go Mia again. Mia again. I'm, okay. I'm, 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 I'm going to go with the fact they've got. A package that can perform and qualifying, because that's all that let me down last season was the fact that qualifying was just dog shit, and then he had too much to do during a race, pretty much. Mm. And of course, yeah, the race pace was a bit off as well, but mainly it was qualifying. So yeah, Mia, I'm putting my putting my chips on Mia. I, I've literally sat yeah. there and gone Fabio, then I've gone oh, Pecco, then I've gone Mark, then I've gone Joan, and then I've gone oh, Fabio, and then I've just gone again. I yeah. can't pick. I really can't pick. Um, to spice think, it up, the fact that Matt's gone Pecco, you've gone Sherwan. I'll say Mark, but I honestly, I'll put it on record right now. I put all four of them as twenty-five percent chance, twenty-five percent chance. I think people will say Pecco because of the form, but I think that will make the other three I've just mentioned really give him a good go. Mm. I really do. Um, but. I d- Look, gun to my head, I'd say yeah, Pecco, but yeah. for, for, for this sake, I'll say Mark just to spice it up a little bit and have a three-way thing. Mm. I fear Fabio Pecco. might have... I do think Fabio might have a a season similar to what Mia had Joanne last did. season. Mm, yeah. Possibly, possibly, yeah. Maybe with a bike that's just a bit like lacking compared to it, the rivals. Yeah. But you right. also can... Look at it in a way of the confidence now of having the monkey off his back of winning a title. Mm. It's like go again, you know. He, look at the form of Fabio at the start of the year when he didn't have any championship worries. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. And in Yamaha's situation last year was worse than it was this year. Do you know what I mean? He had no support from anybody else riding a Yamaha. He did it all on his own, which no one gives him enough credit for, really. Um, so yeah, that's why I would never count Fabio out for it because the guy on that bike is. It's like bread and butter, do you know what I mean? It's so well put together, it's perfect, which is why I do think he'd be daft to leave if he did, but also think there's no nothing on there other than a factory Ducati seat for him to move to. So, yeah. But I, I, like I say, I'll go with Mark just to spice it up, but I, I'm like 20%, 20%, 20% Fabio, Mark, Joanne, and then I'm 40% Fab, uh, Peco, but I'll say Mark to spice it up. <laughs> All right, last one, team champion. Ducati. Got to be, on it? Oh, wait, are we saying team as in like... Yeah, as in the team, not the manufacturer. So if you want to say Ducati, you can say Ducati. But I think Ducati will win because of the amount of Ducatis that will block the others. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah, it could happen. I I think we'll get to some races and it'll be like, front row... Ducati, 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 second row, Ducati, 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 and it'll just be like, how is Suzuki and Yamaha and Honda going to push through? I don't think Honda have enough support around them, as well as Yamaha, as well as Suzuki, because Suzuki don't have a B team, to challenge and block the other Ducatis from Ducati winning the factory thing. And I think, I think Jack Miller in certain races will be stronger than what he should be just based on the fact he'll be fighting for his job which could also contradict myself in the fact that it might go and bin it um but i think peco will be on a 
a very good a very good amount of form and have support of other Ducatis to help the factory bike win the team championship. So that's why I go with factory Ducati. All right, need Josh. To stop talking as much, and you should just say, "Bono, <laughs> shut the fuck up. We're sick of hearing it. Just give an answer." Bono, one word answer. That's impossible for me. <laughs> Josh, mm. who are you thinking? Ah, uh, so like, team who's going to win the team championship? Yep. God, uh, don't think it'll be Yamaha personally. Um, Ducati are a strong one. Uh, Honda, I, Repsol, possibly. I think again, you've got Paul and Mark who could be on form. Oh God, it's I so think difficult. If Suzuki isn't it? had a more consistent rider than Rins, I'd pick. I'd pick Suzuki. Yeah, I was. But... I was about to say that actually. I was about to say Suzuki could look good, but you yeah, never know between... what side of the bed Rins is going to wake up on, do you? Yeah, it's, you just don't know, do you? It's um, it's between Honda and Ducati, really. I think for the team championship. I'll probably, uh, I'll go with Honda just to mix it up a bit, but I'll go with Honda. I mean, here's, uh, it, I'd say Honda and then Aprilia just come out the gates and just fucking wipe the floor with everything. But nah, I think I'll go with Honda. All right. But then, and, but then uh, having said that, so adding to, yeah, Repsol Honda. Yeah. But having said that, like adding to the, te- the dry- Riders' Championship, usually if you've won the team championship, you both you two both or one of you riders have had a big points haul, so yeah. Yeah, but I mean look at last year you had Fabio win the ch- rider, but Ducati win yeah, the team. Fat, factory Amaral were never gonna win that last year. Not yeah. with injuries and whatnot. No. Never. Never, never, but, never. Mm, Especially with a rider you've got trying to fucking blow bike up, let alone get it up the bleeding team championship. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go Ducati. I just think I gotta, you know, I went with Peko as my rider. I'm gonna go with Ducati as the fact as the team champion. Um, I just feel like they're gonna, like Bono said, Peko's on point. He was on point last year. He seemed to be getting right back into it and testing. Like he said, Jack's gonna ride for his life. So yeah, I'm gonna go Ducati as the team champion also. So those are our predictions. We will seal them away, and then when it, at the end of the season, we'll open that vault back up and oh god, see how <laughs> bad, <laughs> see how bad our predictions are. Um, before we go, we wanted to mention we did start the Red Sector Fantasy League back up. Um, Just go on if Twitter. You, yeah, there. there's a we tweeted it out about a week uh, earlier this week. So if you want to join and see how badly you can kick our ass and I'll predict us and feel free. Um, we've already have some controversy early on this season. Um, for those of you who missed it, what happened was that Bono has my login information so that he could watch the video pass. And, uh, when he went to make his team, he made it under my account. <laughs> so when I logged, I, he even you know, told me what happened, and I went. I commented, like, "Oh, you sabotaging bastard!" And then I went and looked at the team, and I'm like, "No, this works. I like this." Absolutely fuming, <laughs> fuming. And the best part is, he knows full well anybody that joins our league, and I think there's about twenty odd of you guys that have joined it. Um, 
join the Discord because we've got a fantasy uh, channel in there so you can talk mm-hmm. about how badly you've beaten us. But I, I genuinely mean this. Anyone that's listening to this, please feel free to remind me about fantasy before it happens because I forget about it every oh, week. Yeah. And then I come to it on the podcast and go, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And then I have these two to sit there and talk about how badly they've beaten me because I'll have like three riders that have all been injured or suspended or don't even race for them anymore or something. So I I really appreciate it if anybody reminds me about it because I genuinely forget every single week. So, yeah, I'm pissed off with that. And I'm going to be pissed off when I forget about it every single week. So looking forward to fantasy. Can't wait. It's going to be great. And uh, I mean, Ant-Man, if you're out there. Oh, Ant-Man. Fucking Ant-Man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ant-Man motorcycles, whatever it was last year. You absolutely whooped yep. our asses and didn't even... You, you, had the, you had the chance to come on Twitter and publicly roast us. Do you know what I mean? And rub, it in, and rub it in. And he didn't. I'd have taken that opportunity. I did that with Fabio. You know, if, if Joe Amir wins a title this year, I want Josh to come on with the smuggiest look with the Suzuki t-shirt on and rub it in. That's your he's chance. Under, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. I think he's hung up his uh, his boots. <laughs> he's hung up his, uh, his phone. His helmet or whatever. Yeah, that's, he's done. <laughs> Undefeated. One of one. He's like, he's like yeah. David Nugent for England. Yeah. Comes on, scores one goal, has one appearance. <laughs> one goal per game ratio leaves a legend. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like we said, feel free to join us on Fantasy. Uh, join the Discord. Um, meant to do this earlier, but yeah, with the intro we did, felt kind of off-putting. But uh, feel free to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Red Sector GP. You can follow Bono at Bono underscore Bono GP underscore. I'm I'm getting them eventually. Uh, follow Joss at Wilson J. One nine four. One nine four. It's all right, guys. It's, it's, only, it's only been a. I was gonna say it's only been. Yeah, a it's only, Yeah, uh, <laughs> and follow me at Matt Polanski one. Um, that'll do it for today's episode. And with that, keep the throttle pinned. <laughs>